1: And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in
0: to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Labine. Only on the BetQL Network. All right, fighting a cage fury, 112, August 26th. Look at this beautiful man in this mustache, Alex Myers. Alex, my man, how's it going?
1: Good, man. Good. Thanks for having me today
0: course man thanks for coming on I know you guys got a lot on your plate so squeezing me in really appreciate it um
1: yeah.
0: one week out from the fight today how you feeling excited
1: uh yeah I am so this is like the first time I really haven't been nervous before a fight I'm like in good spirits it's fun like I'm ready to go have fun I haven't fought in three years so right it's been a long time my last two weren't too great so <laughs> uh you know that's how it goes and uh then COVID happened A bunch of stuff happened in my life, you know, got busy working, getting engaged, everything. So it's like buying a house, you know, normal stuff that guys run into in their late 20s, early 30s and shit. So, but now I'm ready and, you know, I got a whole new coaching team and uh, I feel really good. I feel really good. I'm like really excited and I'm ready, you know, to just go have fun for once and not like, I can ramble on about a whole bunch of different feelings I have, but pretty much uh, the worst thing that could possibly happen to me in fighting already happened. I got knocked down my last fight in front of my in front of my dad and my girlfriend and everything. <laughs> else. So it's like, you know what? It can't be the second time. So I'm like uh, like pretty, pretty nerveless, I guess you could say that's not even a word, but yeah, I'm not nervous, which is weird for me. I know you're so.
0: getting that. And for those who don't know, uh, last loss was against Tafana Chukwe, which we'll get into in a little bit. But it's not like, you know, very tough schedule, this Alex Myers. Um, but congrats on the house. Congrats on the engagement, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Where have you been training for this fight? Are you at I, – I couldn't really get an answer on this. I, I try to do my research. Are you at Beacon? Are you at Saga? What, what's the deal with that?
1: So, so uh, I train at three different places. Yeah, that's – Saga, so Saga was my original gym, I started there, me and my younger brother were the old owners, it used to be called Paper Street BJJ, Um, me and my younger brother were the old owners, first guys to join the gym as white belts, and go from white to black, we were with them for like 10 years, so he ended up moving out um, to the middle of PA, central PA, and my younger brother bought the gym, renamed it Saga, so I still carry that flag, and when I'm not in fight camp, I'm there pretty much, you know, three, four days a week. And then so I still like to put that as like my home, you know, right. just like represent and keep that name going. And then I work a lot with James Booth, who works out of Grindhouse. He's a black belt under Daniel Gracie. He's, you know, one of the best jujitsu heavyweights in the round. And then most of uh, all my MMA training is done with uh, Bob Peach over at Beacon. OK, that's so I, was I am. A beacon, to- I'm a Beacon MMA fighter. That's what I would say. That's who I fall under, but I do split my training up kind of old school style. You know, I have like a striking coach and then two different jujitsu coaches.
0: I was curious about the Daniel Gracie connection. Cause I know, you know, a lot of those guys who I talked to. So I, I, I don't know if you trained there or what. So thank you for clarifying that. I also, yeah, um, you, you, didn't you do a camp at, uh, a, or a, even a day at, uh, Henzo Gracie in New York city.
1: I was there, uh, probably one day. Yeah. Like, I don't know, three, four years ago. So
0: I saw, I just saw that on your Instagram. What was that like? Is that, that's a very good gym.
1: That was pretty cool. I mean, that was when it was like the shit, too. You know, that was, I think, like 2000 early 2019, maybe late 2018. It was right before 2019 ADCCs. It was like the probably the springtime before that, which is in September. So it was cool, man. It was uh, interesting to see at that gym with that many people in it yeah. with that yeah. many good people in it, like really good. I'm not talking about like local good, like world-class good. Yeah. You know, cause when I was down there, Gordon was down there. Nick Rodriguez was down there. Craig Jones was down there. Nyman Gracie was down there. Sean Brady was with like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. You get your legs snap walking in the door.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's awesome, man. That's great experience. Um, but this, this camp, how did this camp go? Like you feeling ready, you in fight and shape. How you feel?
1: I feel great. Like I said in the beginning, like I'm excited. I've been working hard, you know, it's, I'm 31 now. So it's a little, it's a little different. My scheduling has been a little different. Plus I work full time. So I don't get to train, you know, two, three hour sessions a day, broken up by like a six hour rest in between. Like I have to hammer out all my shit in a one, three and a half, four hour period at night. I got to lift, then go right into jujitsu. Then go right into striking, then run and then try and go to bed at a reasonable time. Wake up at six and go to work. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. Like I kind of like I wouldn't say I enjoy it. Like it would be great to be a full time fighter and everything, but uh it's kind of cool because this is how people had to do it before. So it's it's interesting.
0: I, I honestly love like it's 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 uh you guys are humble like the people that work and fight and train. It's 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 very humbling. Like you guys are, I I, I respect that a lot. Um, so are you? I don't even know where you freaking live street wise, but are you in Jersey? Is that where you reside?
1: No, I'm in PA. So oh, I'm, yeah? in the Philly, I'm in the Philly suburbs. Yeah.
0: Okay, so now that I'm in PA, do you mind asking a little bit where do you live? A little bit? Just I live in Habra, so oh, I don't okay. know where you're from. I'm in Pottstown, so.
1: Okay, so yeah, just right down do 422. Yeah. Will Grove exit, turnpike. Cool,
0: cool. Yep. okay. Um, So are you a Philly guy? Do you like the city? What are your thoughts?
1: I mean, I like going out in the city. Yeah. <laughs> Philly sports fan, you know, Philly's fan, Eagles fan. But I'm not like a city guy. I don't, like,
0: Not I don't have you. a neighborhood
1: I rep or anything. My parents are from Philly. So,
0: okay. So, I just have two Philly questions I've been asking everyone who's fighting. Um, favorite cheesesteak, number one. Where's that?
1: Del Sanders, Yes. Oh, yes. You're the
0: man. <laughs> Best cheesesteak in the city or the first one that even knew what it was, let alone liked it. So, good <laughs> shit. Um, number two, you got an Eagles record prediction this year? What do they play? Seventeen this year, right? It's seventeen. Yeah, I have not. I'm nine and eight. That's what I picked. You know
1: what? I I was gonna say ten and seven, but nine and eight sounds more realistic.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's some NFC East football right there.
1: <laughs> yeah. If, you know what? The NFC East is hot garbage, but the divisional games are always hotly contested for some reason. It's <laughs> like the Giants are bad. Everybody knows they're bad. The Commanders are bad. They suck. Well, the Redskins, whatever you want to call them, that. Yeah. But those games will be tight for no reason. Yep like those are bad football teams you have no reason even being competitive with them but that's a whole nother conversation
0: yeah that's just life as an Eagles fan (laughs) so let's talk your fight now a little bit thoughts on your opponent Edwin Smart uh you you have fought and beat him before correct
1: I did yeah when I was a young man
0: yeah so so what are your thoughts going into this fight have you been watching tape how are you preparing
1: so I watched his last fight um he's kind of he's kind of the same guy which isn't, which isn't saying he's bad. That's not like a sure. knock on him. Uh, you know, he is old, though. He is an older guy. He's in his 40s. He's like 40, I think, 41, maybe.
0: I think he's 41. And,
1: and uh, I think he's going to come out guns blazing. This is probably his last hurrah. And, you know, he gets to fight a guy that beat him before, in ring of combat. He's a Saralongo Longo guy. That's his home turf. Like, he wants to beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> he wants that one back. So, it's going to be bad when it happens twice to him. So it's like, it is what it is. I fully expect him to, you know, try and rip my head off. And that's, that is what it is. Um, I'm not talking shit or anything. I'm just saying, like, I'd be a little remiss if he didn't actually, because like, I don't know, but I expect a lot out of him. He's a, he likes the pressure to the cage. He likes the double unders. He likes the body lock takedown outside trip. He likes to hunt a on top. He likes to hunt Americana on top. There's big punches, switch stances, you know, throws a one kick with nothing in front of it. So it's like, you know, it's pretty basic. He's big, he's strong. And that's it. I mean, it's pretty much, like I said, it really hasn't changed. That's not saying it's not bad. It's bad. I'm just saying it really hasn't changed.
0: You did your homework though. It sounds like that's good. I'm excited to see it. Hopefully I'm going to be there in person. Um, if I am, I'll get you a beer afterwards. Anyways. Um, Two and two as a pro fighter. This is what we were talking about earlier, which I'd love to talk about again. Uh, two and two as a pro. Your last two losses are against, I, I think they're combined. I don't, I don't remember the combined records. I'm not going to make up a number, but they're like nine, six, and one. And the other guy you lost to is freaking Tafan Um, And you had a little story about this. So I'd like to hear how how you were given Tafan Nachukwi as an opponent.
1: So I was supposed to fight, um, let's see, that was the Parks card. In March 2019. So CFFC came to me and offered me to fight a who was it? It was John Romero, who actually I fought in my very first amateur MMA fight in 2013, 2014. And I lost by guillotine at the end of the second round. So I like had wanted to fight John and that like it was a good scrap, you know, I was taking him down, taking him down. And I shot a bad double in the middle of the cage and, you know, first fight mistake, you know, and, uh, John went on to, you know, have a good decent pro career and had a couple fights under his belt. We were in like a similar position again, you know? And I was like, Oh, I'd love to fight. That fight never materialized. Something happened. And then CFFC kept going, Hey, we got another opponent. And that fight was supposed to, I think be in February, maybe, maybe January, January. And then it, something happened and they offered me somebody else. I think it was Tavares Gordon, who actually fought Greg Hardy in the Thunder Series. Yeah. That fell through. And we were like, okay, cool. And then I was just in camp and camp and camp. They're like, hey, we got somebody else. And we're like, I'm like, who is he? And they're like, oh, it's this guy from TLI. He's a kickboxer. He's making his debut. He has a bunch of kickboxing fights. Yeah. And at that point, I was in camp for a while. And I was just like, all right, well, I'm not wasting this. We need to fight. Right, And, you know, my coach at the time was like, all right, he's a kickboxer, trains at TLI. That's pretty much all we kind of knew. Uh, and it turned out to be the So it, was, it is what it is. A switch stance kickboxer. That's Lloyd Irvin trained in jiu-jitsu. It's kind of like a bad. And Lloyd, like TLI guys don't, they don't take any, they don't skip any steps. So they fight exactly where they're supposed to be fighting at that time in their career. So whatever he was, you know, he's pro pre- debut, but he could have obviously showed because what he was signed when he was 3-0, and 4-0. Yeah. I was the longest fight he had at what he knocked me out two and a half minutes Late in a second, second yeah. round. So, and he knocked out Willie Knight in a minute flat right after he fought me. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I
0: yeah. was like, I'm
1: yeah, still so bad now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that oh, age... That that, that that loss is going to age well. I mean, he's a UFC guy, and he's looked pretty good there, too. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, he's had a, a rough go these past two fights. Yes. Uh, but that's not saying he's unskilled. He's like, he's definitely one of the best strikers. Uh, he's the best striker I've ever fought, but he's one of the best strikers I've ever seen fight MMA in person, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, uh, I don't, I used to beat myself up really bad about it. As anybody would, because losing sucks. If you're okay right. with losing, yeah. loser. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it is like you said. It aged Well, no such thing as a good loss. It's not college football. But.
0: So, you fought Edwin five years ago. A lot has happened since then, including, fight, including fighting fighters like Tafan. What What's What's this experience um, going to bring that you didn't have before?
1: I think. Uh just like an overall fight IQ thing. I used to be just, you know, throw shitty arm punching one twos and walk forward and try and get a takedown or push them on the cage. But I think now, like, uh, well, well, we're about to find out, but. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, I think now just like stepping back, seeing the picture, letting things develop off my striking, using the cage, not forcing a takedown so much. You don't have to. Not everything has to be ended in the first round. It's great if everything is happening in the first round, especially at heavyweight, because fighting fighting 15 minutes at heavyweight sucks.
0: It sucks it's, for right? anyone, but yeah.
1: Right, like especially even, heavyweight. even look at look at the best in the world. You got look at guys like Steve. You look at you look at a Kane. You look at a Curtis Blades. Whoever, whoever, those guys fighting fight five, five rounds, even by round the end of round three, they all don't look like lightweights fighting five rounds. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so it's, it's it's uh it's not forcing anything, and it's kind of letting things develop. I think that's the biggest thing I've learned over the past three years, and that goes because I've been competing a lot in jujitsu in the past three years, yeah, and competing against some some high level guys,
0: and which doing, I'll ask you about in a second, yeah,
1: and doing some bigger stuff. And uh, my biggest thing there was always rushing through positions. It'd be like, all right, I'm past the guard, I'm inside control, jumped him out you kind of suck at doing submissions and mount jump to something else uh, and just like spreading all over the place and doing a whole lot of nothing it's like uh i'm not sure if you're a car guy but it was like a you know high horsepower car with no no tires like i was i was just spinning the wheels I was right. just doing burnouts everywhere so now i think i have some traction and i have more wherewithal to be to step back and look and be like this is my plan and just execute rather than oh, my God, I need to freak out and rush forward. So.
0: Awesome. I'm There's excited a time to see it put that.
1: There's time and place for that. But you need to know when the time and place is.
0: When you get on Contender Series someday, that'll be the time and place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you just mentioned the grappling. You've been very busy grappling in the past three years since you last fought. Um, I I noticed you grappled Jason Guida, who's Clay Guida's <laughs> brother. What was that experience like? They're, they're a crazy family. In a good way. Uh... <laughs> Dude, they were
1: cool. They were so it was funny because me and my brother were on the card, and then Clay and Jason both are on the card. That's awesome. And then their their old man goes with them everywhere, I guess. So like we all have a picture after the end, which is sweet. It's pretty cool to me. So yeah, um, he was a nice guy, man. You know, he's like he's competing again. I think uh, in the Fury the day after the card next week.
0: Yep. So he's on the card again. Clay's got the main uh, event. Yeah.
1: Clay's what? Casseras. Yeah. You just I, on?
0: Yeah
1: yeah so no nah, it was awesome it was fun and i think he had fun doing it again because that guy has like i don't know over 50 fights so. yeah <laughs> that's and from the wild time of mma where you're fighting from middleweight to heavyweight and like three fighting,
0: times a night yeah
1: right you're fighting monday night and then you're fighting again you know saturday to do it again on a wednesday it's like what yeah. are you it's crazy but no nah, it was he was cool nice guy
0: yeah i imagine that was a good time uh, i love the Guidas, but um. Guidas, so you've you've fought and grappled at 2300 before. What are your thoughts on the place? I love it there, man. I when I was there for the um, Fury Three back in December, I don't remember who it was. Someone got slammed. I just got psh, sweat on my face, and it was awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, so I kind of remember it from a, as a kid as the ECW arena.
0: Yeah, right. The pro wrestling
1: days, and mm-hmm. I'm like, where's this balcony? They really need that for MMA, because the only the only negative when you watch MMA fights there as opposed to jujitsu is you sit so far below the cage, you kind of look up and then you nice. have the cage in front of you. Nice. So if they had that balcony still, you'd be actually looking down into the cage and I think That'd it'd give cool. you a better really? seat. But other than that, I like it, man. It's cool. It's nice for me. It's only 40 minutes from my house and only because of traffic. So uh, it's nice for me, you know, if I fight there, I get to stay at my house and you know, yeah. go there, whatever. So it beats the hell See. Yeah, so some of those acs casinos are pretty fun to fight at.
0: that's what i've heard um but i'm hoping 2300 gets pretty loud man I, I haven't been there for mma yet but the submission was was awesome last time so i'm excited i think
1: i think they're on track to sell out if it's not already sold out so
0: i it might be sold out which i'm hoping it's not but we'll see i got otherwise i got to pull some strings um <laughs> so you, you go three and two you get the big dub next week what's next for your pro career
1: Fight again in August, uh, is August, October. Fight again before Thanksgiving, probably.
0: Good stuff. Um, do you plan on like? I, I know. You, are you under contract? Are you allowed to? How many fights do you have left?
1: No, I'm not. I'm not I'm,
0: so, I'm like, wondering. I ideally, if you get the big dub, fight again. Um, like, where would you like to go? Like, um, I'm not even it doesn't even have to be like realistic in your mind because it's MMA and you're really good at fighting. So it's realistic. Would you like to go to like UFC, PFL, Bellator? Like, what What are your thoughts there? Uh, one, KSW, Ryzen. So many. Yeah.
1: No, that's that. those three.
0: Oh, those are the three you'd like to go to.
1: Yeah. I'm, I mean, listen, I'm kind of realistic. So Would I love to fight in the UFC? Yes, obviously, every fighter would love to fight in the UFC. You want to be the top dog in the top dog promotion. That's where you're going to get your name out there. But I am 31. I am a relatively boring heavyweight, a relatively small heavyweight. So I'm not not being unrealistic. So I'm looking at my options that would be Like, I want that Street Fighter shit. I want to go fight in Japan. I want to go fight in Poland. I want to go fight in in Rome. I want to go, you know, like, if that's what this can give me, that's what I want. I don't expect to, you know, make $100 million fighting MMA. That's just unrealistic for almost anybody to think that. But if if it can get me a flight to Singapore, and I get to go fight some dude halfway across the world, that's fucking cool. Hell yeah. So that's kind of, that's where I'm at. So that's the opportunities I want to seek. build this record and then go seek the opportunities elsewhere.
0: So awesome. I don't know if you watched my Caceres interview, but he said Japan is the best place in the world to fight by far. Um,
1: yeah, I would love to go. It'd be
0: awesome. And I love those promotions too, man. So that would be sick. Um, so I was going to ask what like your perfect dream MMA career goal is, but it it sounds like you just kind of want to fight and travel and support your family doing it.
1: Yeah. I mean, me and my fiance, we love traveling. So that's kind of like, if I was able to just take her like, oh, hey, I have a fight in name, random country here. Do you want to go? And she's like, yeah, I can get off work. And I'm like, all right, load up. We're going.
0: It's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's like, what's it pay? I'm like, does it matter? She said, No, they're paying for the flight. She's like, Cool,
0: we're going to travel. That's it, yeah, that's great, yeah, man. right?
1: And I get to fist fight somebody, and it's gonna be awesome. <laughs>
0: that's great, man. That's awesome. Um, hey, don't, don't, I, I, I understand the realistic part of it, but Dana's always looking for heavyweights, so you never know, man.
1: That's true. I'm not gonna, um, there's some bad.
0: <laughs> Wait, what do you say? There's some bad ones in the OC. Oh, some (laughs) please. (laughs) It's, it's about the eyes. I get that. Um, so do you have like a, this is just a fun thing. Completely throw realism away. Do you have like a dream MMA fight? Like when you're hitting the heavy bag, do you imagine it's like any fictional current past retired fighter, anything like that? Um, Hmm. Trying to think. So far, I've gotten John Jones as an answer, Jose Aldo as an answer, and Conor McGregor as an answer, and that's just nonsense because I would never want to fight any of those people. So,
1: <laughs> uh, my size—well, another heavyweight. Josh.
0: You're be Gardner. a little kid for all I care. But what do you say? No,
1: I would fight Josh Barnett. Similar style, similar interests. I think it'd be fun. Probably fucking get pounded, but it's all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> That'd be a great fight, man dream fight just in general because it's somebody that you know is probably my favorite fighter of all
0: time is Sakuraba. so that would be going in japan sell it out
1: yeah and then we can like rip cigarettes and hammer beers afterwards or whatever
0: (laughs) the hell he wants to do that'd be Um, awesome man you that that pay-per-view would have my money in a second um (laughs) so likewise dream fighter do you have like a dream venue you want to fight somewhere someday
1: Hmm. um dream venue you know i never even thought about that yeah the infield at daytona some redneck shit i don't know <laughs> that's
0: a great <laughs> answer man everybody's been saying msg so that's a no no nah,
1: nah, nah. i think that'd be cool it'd make my dad happy he's a huge nascar fan so some cool shit like that that would be sick
0: <laughs> Have a They should do that
1: actually now that i'm thinking about it i think bellator oh, yeah. did and it didn't really work out but
0: you remember if you, uh, know, you
1: put real production in there it'd be sweet
0: you remember when UFC, like, announced Fight Island and they had, like, the pictures of the octagon on the sand? Everyone was like, oh, my God, they're going to fight on the beach. And then th- that was it. <laughs>
1: Actually, you know what? I take it back. The coolest thing I could think of to fight in while doing awesome redneck shit, like fighting in the infield at Daytona, would be sweet. The coolest thing is if they set up the cage in the middle of the Coliseum in Rome and let us fight there. That would be so sick. So that'd be, like, some, like, I don't know. Ex- like, I don't. that'd be cool. That'd be cool.
0: You got to patent this idea. I'm going to clip it and send it to Dana. It's going to happen. He <laughs> <laughs> um, needs need some Saudi oil
1: money behind that. A lot of it. Real tight about that. So. <laughs>
0: that'd be crazy, man. Um, so Alex, I don't need to, I don't need to tell you this, but uh, fighting is obviously like not an easy career. There's the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. It's very physically demanding, mentally demanding, very time consuming. When things get rough for you, whether it's after a loss, whether it's just uh, after a long day at camp, whether it's a late night, doubting yourself, thought in bed, what keeps you going? What keeps you motivated? What inspires you?
1: Uh, This life is pretty cool. (laughs) It's a great answer. So I was like a chunky 14 year old kid, man. So if you told me now I own a house, I got a beautiful fiance, I get to Fist fight people. I have a good job. I make a living. It's like, what? I have zero, like, I don't come from like some great, like horrific background, man. I'm not like the NFL draft day story. I'm just a normal suburban guy that happens to be pretty athletic, that happened to be pretty good at a couple sports. So that's it. Like, this is like, people would kill for this. Like, there's people out there that this suck. Like, their life is really shitty. And my life is not really shitty. It's pretty much the opposite. So I'm just happy. I have the, the freedom to do what I want to do. And it just so happens that what I want to do is fighting people. So if some days suck, then it sucks, but I'm doing what I want to do. And that's like, that's all you need. That's all I need to say. I think it kind of speaks for itself. that.
0: Yeah. Love that answer. I feel the same way with just this. Like I get to talk to you guys all day. Like, my friends are stuck at work in an office i'm at home like talking to fighters and putting on yeah your job's
1: screen. pretty sweet too like you yeah. get to do all the cool stuff with fighting but not
0: <laughs> and not get hit in the freaking face right exactly so i just yeah. go to muay thai and hit a bag and roll around on the mat with some dudes but not in front of a hundred thousand fans Again, getting... no i'm good that's your guys job <laughs> yeah. hey, man. um so aside aside from fighting that's all we've been talking about for 20 minutes I just want to hear about like Alex, the person when you're not fighting, when you're not training, what are you doing? Do you have any interests, hobbies, things you don't do inside the octagon? Yeah, I'm a, I kind of, you're a redneck. It sounds like, no, I'm not a redneck.
1: I'm a little white trash, but not a redneck.
0: It's Pennsylvania. <laughs> I get it. <laughs>
1: um, you know, I, am a member of the national guard. So I get to go, you know, play fun army games once a month, I guess. (laughs) Um, uh, So that kind of eats up a lot of my other time that isn't fighting-based or work-based. Me and my girlfriend like to travel. Uh, Food, we're food people, love going to new restaurants, love spending way too much money on a dinner that's way too small. Uh, What else? I'm a big gun guy. That's pretty much a given.
0: You carry? (laughs) <laughs> well, well if yeah. you were to carry what would you carry uh 19, black 19 i would carry a 43 if i did
1: yeah i have a 48 now so it's, it's changed a little bit surefire light on it the whole night it's that's nice cool. i love guns i'm um, just curious yeah uh that's it you know like deep comic book guy I got a big comic book collection all that oh. shit and yeah. you Huge into the noise. boys I'm into the show. The comic book is, so actually, pretty, is actually pretty bad.
0: <laughs> I haven't read the comic. I just The show's yeah, so good.
1: The show's great. The show's great. It's actually a better version of the comic book. So it's one of those things where the, the movie's better. And good. People, I will fight people on that.
0: Good. Uh, and you'll win because you do it for a living. So last question here for you. Um, do you gamble or bet on sports at all? I do not. But I really like
1: pit-making sports picks, so if you got some, I'll be happy to give
0: some. Well, I I, the podcast that runs Tapped Out, we're on the BetQL Network. We just have an MMA betting angle. So I have to ask, who do you like this weekend? I'm going to ask you about three UFC fights. We'll start at the top. Main event, Kamar Usman, Leon Edwards. Usman. Usman. Decision. Great pick. Agreed. That's a plus 200 right now. Alex picks. Number two, co-main event is uh, Luke Rockhold, Paulo Acosta.
1: Costa KO, two minutes into the second.
0: <laughs> Pretty much agree with you there too. Uh, last one is the CoCo main event, the Goat Jose Aldo versus uh, Marab Davalosvili.
1: All their decision.
0: Love it. I agree with you. Not with that I hate
1: Marab, but uh, it's Aldo. You saw what happened when Cheeto fought Aldo, so.
0: Yep. No, I agree with every one of those picks. So he still it. has it. Oh yeah, dude, he still has it. Um, he's what like 30 something 38 36 years old definitely still hasn't he's not that old that's the thing. No? like
1: he is he's old but he's like not you do you think he'd be like 37 or 38 but he's, he's I think probably he's like 30, I 35 or right? 36
0: but yeah i'm gonna look it up real quick just because i'm curious because i think fuck, that's true yeah
1: he's been fighting in the public eye since he was 20 so it's like
0: 35 years old freshly turned 35 so
1: yeah yeah he's really not that old
0: <laughs> no and he still looks like he's 20, 28, 26, or something like that. It's killing it.
1: That, um, that good Brazilian jeans.
0: <laughs> crazy. So uh, before before we hang this up, I just want to give you the opportunity. Is there anything you'd like to say to your friends, family, supporters? You're going to have a lot of eyes on you for the fight. The mic is yours. What do you got to say?
1: Nothing, man. This has been a good time. So
0: happy to do it. I agree. I thought it was a good time as well. <laughs> also, sell I- a
1: Coliseum idea. Tell everybody you know. <laughs> So we can get rich off of
0: it. <laughs> Dude, if that happens, I'm I'm down. We'll split that shit. We'll make it work. Right. We'll be like Dana and McMaynard over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, also we I just have to ask, are you like uh are you recently engaged? Because I caught you call your fiance a girlfriend a few times and I, I am recently
1: time. engaged yeah. and she gets really mad at me whenever that happens.
0: I so doing I had to make sure
1: this is a public form. So I had to make sure i call her my fiance this entire time in case she listens to it and decides to fucking kill me
0: bad news you got two girlfriends in there <laughs> that's why i asked because <laughs> i do it all the time too no but alex for real thank you so much for doing this i appreciate you taking time out of your day uh everybody make sure you tune in august 26 cffc 112 heavyweights are gonna go down this guy stood across from tifan duchukwi he's got it he's not he's not some rinky dinky pro little amateur no he's freaking Alex Myers he's gonna go in there and get the dub and y'all are gonna see it
1: yeah I like that you make me sound good man I should I, I should like I should try and come on this show more often
0: dude I got you my my hosts for my podcast are even better than me I'm nothing but <laughs> we'll do it again sometime man and if I'm there I'll get you a beer okay all
1: right thanks man
0: yes sir